forever. Dog. Hello, and welcome back to Race, <laughs> Race Chaser. Chaser, a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race, Race, starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. My name's Alaska. What's yours? Hello, I'm Willem. <laughs> Not to mention you'll be gagging when I start to sigh. Is that jam? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the divas last week. First of all, okay. Well, how are you doing? I'm good. I mean, I'm, I'm not as busy bee of a diva as a mini challenge last week. Uh, well, they we were busy, the busy bees. We know the mini challenge. They were very, very little busy bees, honey. Busy, busy bees. Busy little I, bees, each one with their own little stinger producing honey, honey. Mm, her pollen is indicative of what she's been putting in her mouth. Oh, oh dear. Wildflowers, clovers. Just bouncing from flower to flower willy-nilly. Hibiscus. <laughs> the important uh, thing is that I'm pretty sure this mini challenge saved the bees. So I think that's that's <laughs> one economic issue we no longer have to. Not economic, um, ecological. I, I'm thinking that RuPaul can also create a bee sanctuary in all those frack holes. Um but oh my gosh. I'm not sure if, if uh, how the how the bees would feel about that. Where's the shade button? <laughs> Fuck the shade button. We need a frack button. You're listening to Some Things Considered with Terry Gross on NPR. You're listening to Polluted Air with on NPR. <laughs> uh, so last week, it is a well-known fact that it was the ball ball. It's, a, it's very quick in the season for a ball, but I was not mad. They were like, let's get rid of some of these hoes and figure out who could sew and exactly. who can't. Because then we'll figure out the rest of the season based on that. You know, I get, feel like. Yeah. Because some of these seasons, the girls aren't as apt at construction and they're more like performance. And. It's not like they have mm-hmm. the whole season planned out with this kind of stuff. They have like challenges and then they figure out, oh, well, let's do this episode next so homegirl can win or let's do this episode so she can go home, you know, like and they, they figure yeah. out which ones will be appropriate. Um, so I love that we had a design challenge early with the ball ball. Um, give, give me a sewing challenge and I'll give you what you like. 36 looks on the <laughs> runway. There was Lady Baller, Basketball Wife, Balls of the Wall, Eleganza, and Gigi, and all of her 32 teeth won this main challenge. <laughs> Which means Gigi joins Girl. the illustrious Mini and a Main uh, Mini category. And the main. Welcome to the Mini and a Main, Gigi Good. I'm a chain. Oh. I'm a Mini and a Main. Uh, Thank you. Britta. And, uh, yeah. Britta's little yeah. pineapple princess look landed her in the bottom along with Rock'em Scrock. Oh, um. I still can't Rock'em Sakura Sakura Rock'em Sakura Sakura. Yeah Along with Rock'em And Britta won that lip sync And Rock uh, went home Crying And Girl um, Yeah Saddened It was so sad I hope they bring her back And the girls talk about How heartbreaking it was Just hearing Hearing her weeping As she leaves the stage And I can imagine I mean it was really early In the season And I think she Had Um she had a lot to offer and she wasn't expecting to go so soon. 
Yeah, she had she, more hair for sure. Yeah, she left a lovely lipstick message to to all my queen, to all my special queens. Make sure you do what I couldn't do. Love yourself, respect yourself. Rock M. Sakura, love you all truly. That's a nice message. How did he not respect or love himself? Oh, never well, mind. Those might be two separate statements. It might like, be. Like, make sure you do what I couldn't do. Like, um, uh, yeah, to, like, I don't know. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was going to say appeal to story you. more, but, oh you my know, gosh. they're like, we got her crying. Um, She did the splits. Check, check, check. She can go. She did the 54 skidoo doo. <laughs> a, a drop split into Splits, a fart. Kicks. <laughs> <laughs> she was great. Um, I do hope that we get to see her more. Um, uh, but we will be seeing more of Britta because she promises to kick it into high gear. She says, Britta, bitch. She is Britta, bitch. Yes. Uh, the is that uh, like Sasha Fierce or something. Well, I mean, she, you know, she's like, she really has, she has yet to feel like she's stepped into her destiny because I, I know uh, anyone who knows Britta knows that she's an outstanding queen and outstanding performer and to, to get onto this competition and then not really be praised at all. I think she's really feeling the heat and she's putting the pressure on herself. Definitely. I mean, I think she's found her position in the show, uh, whether she likes it or not at this point. She's that girl that the show keeps bolstering as like, I have the experience, I have the blah, blah, blah. She's the one that like is promising a big game. And I don't even if know if they're going to let her shine when she does shine because they've solidified that story fact about her like being that girl that talks a lot, but then doesn't ante up when it's called for, it seems. You know what I mean? And they're giving well, her that role in the story. Like here, look at Britta spitting. Look at Britta failing. Look at Britta as a as a fruit, kind of, or corn. Well, if I had little opera glasses, which I do, if you could see these at home, I would say, I can't wait to see how this turns out. Uh Nikki Nikki uh is explaining that she really just doesn't see what the judges see in Aiden. Uh, she also is continuing to strive to prove her goofiness to the judges. And uh, the other divas don't really see Aiden either. They, they're they feeling like she should have gone home instead of Rock'em Sock'em. Do you think any of those girls are feeling that way because she keeps wearing the same hat? Like, she ain't changed her wig but once, except for that league of their own. So... Here's the, but here's the thing. There's no law that says you have to have different hair. I like someone yeah. who's like, who's like, oh, is everything okay? Huh? <laughs> is everything okay? Yeah, I just have my personal shopper pulling some things. Oh, okay. You were just making some adjustments to that petticoat. A little bit. No, no, a little bit over there, please. Girl, yes. you want petty. <laughs> <laughs> Lori Petticoat. Lori Petticoat. <laughs> Lori, yes. Uh, did you? Did either of you see that video that Coco Peru posted about one wig? I did. <laughs> I did. And Coco Peru has built a career and an empire over twenty-five years with one look and one, one wig. wig. Wig on her head. <laughs> it's flipped and red. Only nineteen ninety-nine. I don't have a problem with that because I think it's important to know what your character looks like. 
However, on Drag Race, uh, I think it's a place where you can show you can show variety. So maybe just wear the pussycat wig, but, but do it in a, a few different colors. Just you for Drag do. Race. <laughs> now Heidi says, but I see a fire in her. Uh, to which Widow replies, "Bitch, you see a candle." <laughs> Damn. Damn. That is <laughs> That is some setup shade. It's it's my it's my favorite day to cut to a commercial like that. Bitch, you see a candle. Widow <sighs> is just telling it. Um, Will you light my candle? <laughs> Won't you change that wig, please? I'm not um, mad at the wig. Uh, I think I think it would be a great idea, like you said, like to come out if in that wig, but blonde or like, ooh, candy pussy yeah. pink. Yeah, I think that would be a great idea. But you know, like Violet says, drag is hard. It's a tough well, industry. It is. Uh, the next day, the divas are arguing over who is the trade of the season. And Jada says, who's the trade of the season besides myself? Um, besides me, because I'm sexy and this is what I do. Uh, Heidi freely admits that Jan would be trade if she had her boy brows. <laughs> now, I've been seeing lots of queens in this quarantine uh, trying to grow out a brow. They're uh, trying to lay them. It's, it's. Uh, yeah. No. It's, uh, give us uh, a name. Whose brows grow out? I think Blair's grows brows grew out great oh, wow. Gra- grails brow uh, <laughs> yeah my, my speech is not right um i i think that who else could be traded the season i think jackie cox could be traded maybe but jada's yeah. definitely trade as Who's long as she don't have your season as long as she doesn't talk um manhunt did a competition for who you would want to fuck the most with all of our boy pictures from our season, and I won that. In wow! Applause. Thank you yes. so much. It was such an honor. Snatching trophies left and right. I won a year subscription to Manhunt, and all the STDs that one could garner in twelve months. Wow! I love that. And that's what my hole did on the thirteenth month. <laughs> Who was well, your trade the- in season five? Oh my gosh. I mean, so many of them have had done adult movies. Oh, Linacia. Oh, I, down. I yes. Linacia, I would go down for sure. Back boots. And, yes. Mm-hmm. She wear boots or not. I don't mind, but getting most back definitely. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Like so beautiful in and out of drag. Just a model. A model. Now, um, my, you want to talk? Uh, <laughs> She done already done had horses. We get a video Ooh, message. Girl. It says, my queens, how's your head? Ache. Huh? Feeling a little sickening? What? Well, get ready to walk into this competition. Nurse first. We're going to be boxing. We're like bo- <laughs> boxing each other. Wow. Um, oh, <laughs> and my God. And comes in. Uh, there's a medical emergency. RuPaul must have taken a master class in in um in hospital management because she's been going over the charts. <laughs> and the bad news is your pussy is on fire. And the good news is there is no cure. There's no cure. <laughs> I I uh this has no mini challenge. So she's going straight into the maxi. She's saying, "Girls, we need to get you being fools, and we need to get the footage. So no mini challenge today." 
No mini. No mini. mini Just mini maxi. Go home. Yeah. So the maxi challenge is the mm-hmm. queens will need to overact in the longest running scripted drag drama on TV called Gay's Anatomy. Wow. Now is tell me, I'm not up on on Grey's Anatomy. Is this show still on TV? I can tell you this. I auditioned for the pilot and there was an Australian bike messenger role and I read it and then they said, do you want to do it with an Australian accent? And I said, I did. And they said, that was English. And I said, oh, I thought it was the same. And that was when I was 19. And I was like, well, if you're not going to put me on the show, I'm not going to watch this dumb show. So I've never seen it. I don't know if it's on. (laughs) I don't care. They gave the role to Courtney Act. (laughs) Oh, my God. 16 seasons. 16. Is it still on? Yeah. It is. Okay. God bless. I I was, I mean, I'm aware of it. I know that like Patrick Dempsey was on it for a moment. I know Sandra Oh was on it or she might still be. Oh, no, she didn't. She ain't on it no more. Uh, Um, uh, okay. But yeah, it seems uh, it's given a lot of people their big break start, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think. I think there's something to be said for a show that goes on for a long time. I mean, look at The Simpsons. That's still on over like 30 years and I still like it. Look at Drag Race. That's still on and we still like it. Exactly. What what I don't like is these pit crew boys coming in wearing white Speedos with no shoes. Now, I know that we can't get the PPE for all the hospital administration that we need right now, but we could have found some shoes for these boys. They're out there unprotected. In white, well, what, in winter go, white. Why don't we go look for shoes as we take a break? Okay, we'll have to find a sponsor for that. <laughs> Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high-quality items priced within reach. Mama... Okay, so what they do is they send us some credits so we can go on their website and buy some items. I bought this pullover, like, um, this sweatshirt, and now it's, like, my favorite thing to wear. I literally wear it all the time. It's, like, so cute. I've been wearing Quince at least a couple times a week because these basics are so comfortable, and I love them. I was just like, that goes with everything. Let's wear it. Exactly. There's a 100% Mongolian cashmere sweater from $50, washable silk tops and dresses, organic cotton sweaters, and 14-karat gold jewelry. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Now, Quince offers a range of high-quality items at prices within reach. And Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash drag. Drag. For free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash drag. And get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash drag. Drag. Hey. 
Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. I like Hinge because it's one of those things where you have all these things to answer questions about, and I love talking about myself. Hinge prompts help you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Exactly. Specifically, Hinge's LGBTQIA prompts are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibility. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with GLAAD, so they are by the people for the people. Willem, let's answer one of these prompts together. Okay, here's here's a good one. It says, I feel proudest of who I am when... I personally feel proudest of who I am when I'm, like, on stage and I'm doing a show and I'm like, this is... This is fucking great. The audience is there with me. I like that. I feel proudest of who I am when the flight attendant gives me a little nod and lets me know I can use the closet because he knows what's in the bag. Yes. Yes. LGBTQIA plus prompts are a great way to connect around niche yet relatable queer experiences by showcasing your nuances, humor, personality, and lived experiences. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. Okay, uh, choose cruise with shoes. Choose the divas, them. yeah. So the girls, okay. The divas get they get a a tray of childproof pill bottles, and um, someone gets silver pills, someone gets pink pills. Nurse, <laughs> nurses help. Nurse, nurse, nurses, nurses help, help people. people. Now the last pill that I took from a doll, um, <laughs> that I trusted. Was kimchi in Chicago? Don't do it! Don't do it! Exactly. Honestly, she she uh, she popped me a pill, and then then she took off, and I said, "Where are you going?" She said, "Oh, girl, I have to work tomorrow. I need a nap. Oh my god, I can't I can't be out all night." I was like, "How are you just gonna dose me and then dash? Dose, oh, dose and, and dash, dash bitch. <laughs> We'd like to take us, <laughs> which is we'd like to take a second to talk to you about dose and dash, our sponsor." All you have to do is stick your arm out They're the window. Part of the biggest ecstasy pill network in the world. Um, okay. If you don't like your pills, changing them is easy. Uh, so Nick, Nikki Doll, and Gigi picked the right pills to get to cast all the roles for the the uh, the challenge, which does not find the girls in teams. But um, no, you know, it's I kind of like the like casting director role. It's an important job. It is. It's it's some it's something that should be um, you know, if you if you're trying to sabotage at this point, there's a lot of girls to sabotage. And they totally could have, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. They chose what they thought would be like the best performances, which is great. Not everybody is happy though, of course. Not everyone's um, going to be happy all the times. Yeah, did you ever have to assign roles or pick teams on your uh, 18 million episodes? Of I had to decide the as the winner of the mini challenge. I had to decide how I illustrious. Know, I had to decide the lineup for the comedy roast. Oh, you do that anyway, though. That's like your favorite thing to do at a show is like grabbing yeah, the paper, being like, "I'm making exactly. setup." Exactly, and I always, I ju- I always put myself first in shows, and they were like, "I don't know, are you sure you want to put yourself first, or you just, are you?" I'm like, "Yes, I I do," but um, <laughs> it means the stage will be clean. 
<laughs> exactly. No one will be rushing you. First is, is usually a good slot yeah. to, to go in, I think. So the divas, they play casting director. Ladies, we, we've made some really difficult decisions. We posted your uh, we post, posted your casting on the cast list on the door. Um, I know some of you aren't happy. Uh, Widow, are, are you not happy? Because we just gave you a role you didn't want. So are you not happy? We're asking. <laughs> Which is basically how that happens. So like, is anybody unhappy? Widow, are you unhappy? It's like, duh. Aiden, we just thought you would be a good ghost. Ghost. Oh, look who's in the workroom. Oh. Oh, walking right in like he owns it. a girl. First thing RuPaul says, um, so, I love I love Crystal's hair. Look at this hair. Look at that hair. Look. Can, can we, they have an ongoing. Can we get a smoke bump and a wet bump for uh, Crystal's hair? Let's pay that tea. hair more. <laughs> it's really good. Um, the, the walker room, the walker room, <laughs> the walk around in the workroom this week is uh, Ru just shit starring. She's basically... <laughs> bringing up stuff from past week saying, well, and this week, and how about when you did that? And I don't know about that girl. Um, Just rifling through her purse of receipts, pulling them out of her handbag, her her invisible receipts, and laying it out for the girl. Honestly. Britta says, you Britta work. And RuPaul's like, yeah. um, Anyway. uh, (laughs) um, But yeah, yeah, she's like, she's like, well, you, uh, you said you you said you were going to do that last. You switched week. it up. Um, <laughs> Rue tells Aiden, "Now is the time. Break out of your shell, Pearl. Come on out." Is there something on my face? Um. Uh, well, usually. <laughs> Jada says this is not RuPaul's excuse race, and I'd agree with that. Which, I mean, every ten years it seems like we get a great. Something with first we had this is not RuPaul's best Every friend race. Years. <laughs> Every ten years we get a great workroom quote from on the new moon. Um, each ten years there is a new RuPaul's excuse race. That's when I top too a leap year on a blood moon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you don't want to know what the blood moon is. It's down there, Ooh. not up in the sky. <laughs> Get up into this blood moon. <laughs> Blood moon. Oh my god! <laughs> Please, let's do a song about a blood moon when a girl's been fucked way too hard. <laughs> I can, oh. I can feel your heart through your blood oh, moon. <laughs> oh wow! Um, uh, I like that Jada is calling it out because it's not it, being good at drag race is not necessarily indicative of being from a big city. And we know Aiden's not from a big yeah. city and she doesn't do drag every night or even once a week. But like, I think that lesser, lesser, uh, uh, not lesser queens, but girls who have come from the same kind of situation have won. Like Jinx, she was from like bumfuck nowhere. Like, like Sharon. And, yeah, and her too. RuPaul is like, you know what? You can't use that as an excuse to say, I'm out of my element. This is very uncomfortable and strange for me. It's like, it's kind of uncomfortable and strange for everybody by design because everyone gets put to their limit and then you see what people are made of. So that's like the whole point of the show. So uh, 
to the fire. To yes, the limit. through the fire. Uh, and I and I understand why RuPaul is like, all right, well, stop that, like, stop that line of excusery because we're not having it here. Just move on and just fucking do it. And I agree with that. Now, do you agree with Widow? Um, expression being so parched about not getting the the role that she wanted because RuPaul then says I I wanted a more serious role because as an actor after after the improv challenge as an actor I wanted to to really I wanted to show my range as a serious actor Mm -hmm. (laughs) and Ru at this point just you wanted to be serious on RuPaul's Drag Race (sighs) yeah it's like anytime I don't. I think serious is only good for when the girls are like performing and crying and stuff. Other than that, keep it light, keep it pumping, honey, keep them giggling. Yeah, I think. And I mean, I understand uh, how Widow feels um, sometimes because she was one of two people who basically didn't get the role they wanted. Right? I mean, it was her and Aiden. Everyone else was like, "Oh, I want this role." Okay, okay, neat. Yeah, I feel like that. That kind of thing could have been, um, could have very easily been just put to bed very quickly. If during that read around, they would have said, okay, Sherry, give me three lines of this character. Okay, Widow, give me the same three lines of this character. And we'll decide who's better and who gets the role. I think they should have done that and they didn't. Just arbitrarily assigning stuff is just one of those things that will always get you in trouble somehow later in workroom or interview. Yeah. You know? So I think that finding a way to make it fair is really important with this. Yeah. So editing won't have the option to make you look bitchy or duplicitous later, I think. Yeah. And I think that in oft I mean, often when like people get upset about stuff that seems like a kind of a small thing, it's usually about something else. So I think it was about like about widow just feeling not heard and not seen by these other girls. Because And I don't know if it's just the edit that made it seem that way, but it was very like, okay, well, what we're going to do is we're just going to not listen to what role you want. And we're just going to give you the role that um, we decide who knows, who knows what happened in the room, but widow is really pressed about it. Uh, now sure. let's get on the- to the set. I love that Carson's directing because he is a funny, funny man. I remember going to an audition with him and Alexandra Billings for a Ryan Murphy show called Pretty Handsome. And Carson just looked at Alexandra and me and was like, so y'all girls do this a lot? (laughs) And we were like, "Uh, we're at the callback, darling. Like... (laughs) And oh wow! We we were just like gagged, at, and we're like, "Why is this queer eye guy auditioning for like an acting role right now?" You know, I was just like, it was one of those things where I was like, "Oh, okay, so they're just seeing everybody." Okay, great. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get it. Alexandra did. <laughs> um, but he is great at comedy. His timing is impeccable. So, so I love that he's on set. As a, you know, it's basically what he does. Queer Eye is just basically like, okay, now we're going to set up you in the closet talking about their yeah. shit. He's basically one of the best improvers and he has an Emmy for it. He's won an Emmy as a host. Yeah. So he's not the only Emmy winning host on RuPaul's Drag Race. No ding. ding. <laughs> <laughs> no ding. So Jada's having trouble with her lines. She's having a Lucretia Criana moment, um, like right away. <laughs> Do you remember when when Jasmine I, had a, a really tw- tongue twister line on Shakespeare? Yeah, I she's do. having a dressed in beaver moment. Uh, the, 
It's hard. Do you know how hard the line is it's, to say? It's really a tongue twister. It's hard. <laughs> uh, she gets all the words. It's just the pace of it. And you can see her actively remembering, which yeah. is, you know, just one of those things that you need to, when you get the, uh, you know, like cool runnings, one for the rhythm, two for the line or something. Yeah. Else. Um, she just needs to get in that pocket a little bit in that flow. I feel, and they show her, her bad takes, but it cuts together. Well, yeah, totally. Um, Jackie, uh, she's starting to see Gigi emerge as more than just a fashion queen and that she's a threat in the competition. That's right. I see her and she's threatening. I mean, uh, stupid is the <laughs> stupid is the girl that underestimates a LA girl because those LA girls they come to LA with um, lots of tools in their little purse. Yeah, and some of them in their panties too. Yeah, and a lot of them are good at everything, and they came to LA or New York for a reason, and it's because they're talented. Yeah, and Gigi certainly is. Totally. Um, and, oh, Gigi's talent doesn't prevent Widow from being any more plucked about Sherry Pie, getting and nailing that character that she wants. Widow is just, it's, it's a, it's a tough episode for Widow. She's unhappy and then she cries and then, um, yeah, she's going through something clearly. Uh, Sherry is, (laughs) Sherry is going through everything right now, but back then she was just living easy you know, Allison Mossy just cast her in a big project, oh so she was happy God. to be it's there. Bulk. It's a movie about it's called, bodybuilding. Yeah. And there may be some typos in the script, but that's just because it's a workshop script. <laughs> oh and if there's if there's any um fluids on it, uh that's a watermark. Oh that's definitely God. a watermark. Uh, yeah. uh Sherry Pie though, I it, it is extremely funny in this role and you can't edit around that <laughs> you can't you cannot you can't edit it out because it's too fucking funny uh it's like the best part of any show like when mona comes on and who's the boss yeah it's very that you know it's like audience laughter yeah she's a star i i think that max Muchnick wants to hire her for the next oh, project well. hire me um do you want to pick up a headshot on the way out? <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, LA How come link? RuPaul's like allowed like to phone? mispronounce your name? He has a $100,000 check. <laughs> oh, wow. Memories. Uh, so Nikki's little baby <laughs> is very much Tyra Sanchez 10 years later in disco extra greasy shortening. Yeah. Um, which... I, I mean, there's room for another baby now because Tyra Sanchez has officially quit drag. Right. That's on King, the outline. King I James not, I now. I was not aware of that. What does that mean? She, she Her Instagram now has three pictures of her as a boy. She has quit drag. She no longer... Ident- she, she, she will say, please hold for Tyra. And Tyra will never come to the line. That's so upset. That's so upsetting. It really actually is. I'm Because... <laughs> Tyra, I mean, say what you will about. I know she's had like personal struggles and like done some crazy stuff, but she is fucking really good at drag, like, and such a woman and so beautiful. So, like, I I don't know. Sometimes you got to take a break, and I understand that. But I hope that I hope that's not the end of Tyra as we know it. <laughs> maybe maybe that's what. Uh... 
I I don't know. I can't speculate what's up for Tyra, but like all those things being beautiful and and uh, Wamana and and talented yeah. uh, are wonderful in the art of drag. But the other thing that you need is uh, the ability to make people want to come to your shows, and uh, a lot of people don't connect with Tyra the same way that they would with other people because um, of her tribulations mm. and the things that she does. You know, I've never had a problem with her. Welcome back um, to Tribulations. With Tyra. Uh, Aiden is tentative at first, but then takes the note. And uh, she's giving a very Mae West type character moment. <laughs> hmm. it, it feels, it feels <laughs> like she's giving a Mae West impersonation. Of someone who's never seen Mae West. <laughs> because the whole time her legs are crossed at the ankle so severely. And it's like she should be doing slow Catherine Tremell like leg uncrossings. Why don't you very that and just see me sometime? <laughs> now, just to keep you updated oh. on my Twitter, okay? I tweeted the night I watched the episode. I tweeted, "Why don't you come on up and I me sometime?" I did not tweet a spoiler. <laughs> oh, I thought that's how you knew to do it because that's it was in what there. What are you talking about? You tweeted, "Why don't you come up and I me sometimes?" Because I thought that you saw it on the TV show. Yeah, I I saw it. I saw her say it in the scene, and so I tweeted it. Yeah, <laughs> what, what I thought saying? that was a spoiler. <laughs> Why was it a spoiler? It had aired on the East Coast, and it had aired on the West Coast, and I watched it three hours later, and then tweeted it. You know, the West Coast is the best coast. You got to wait for us, girl. You're a West, West Coast, coast girl. Is the breast coast. <laughs> <laughs> Old jugs. Wait, what were you going to say about your Twitter, Alaska? Oh, just to keep you updated on my Twitter progress, um, (laughs) I got over a thousand likes, which is always the goal. And let me find out how many um, how many likes we have right now, because it's always nice. I have. What are you going to do with all those likes? Seven thousand likes on it. So thank you to everyone for um, hitting the little heart underneath. Um, we're gonna one go thing I'm worried about, Aiden. Oh, and then we'll get oh, into I what see. you're worried about. Plug, plug the Twitter. Plug the Twitter. I want to know about what you're worried about. You need Aiden. the likes. I get it, girl. <laughs> yes, I'm glad that is on there now. Will you tell everyone what it is? Shady Bitch is my new ringtone for my co-hostess. <laughs> no, um, Shady Bitch is Jada Essence Hall. <laughs> Uh, telling the whole room exactly what they are. Shady, Shady bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and it pleases me so. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, 
all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days, and it's important for your business to stand out. And that's why Squarespace is so important. We use it for Drag Queen of the Year, and it was really easy to use. Your Drag Queen of the Year site is beautiful. And I know. Somebody said it took less than an hour to do. Just click, click, click the box. Really quick, really easy. You don't need to learn code or anything. I love that. Uh, we... You can start with a completely personalized website with the new guided system, Squarespace Blueprint. You can choose from professionally curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, tailored to your brand or business and optimized for every device. And then you can easily launch your website and get discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. So you show up more often to more people and grow the way you want. And Squarespace makes it super easy to sell your products on an online store, whether you sell physical, digital, or service products. Squarespace has the tools you need. Plus, you can connect major social and multimedia accounts to your website in a few clicks as icons, direct links, or embedded feeds. And sellers can also sync their product catalog directly with Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Google to reach more customers and reduce the steps for a purchase. Love that seller sync. They've really thought of it all. They really have. So head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep, No Mess Meals. Ooh, I'm thinking something al fresco. Mm. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Uh, have you tried the factors? I've loved the factors. Oh, it's girl. been the it factor for me, actually, for Absolutely. a while because there's so many different choices. Like, you have 35 different things to choose from every week, and they're all different, and they it's like... I love the I love the variety because with 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore in your mouth. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in 2 minutes, no shopping, prepping, cooking or cleaning up. Head to factormeals.com/drag50 and use code drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. Ooh, that's savings you can taste. That's drag code drag50 at factormeals.com/drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. So you were talking about some concerns about Aiden. <laughs> well, in this time of, um, you know, safe personal distances and everything, I, I wouldn't want to be in a challenge with Britta because she is spitting all over like a sprinkler. Just uh, they even slow-mo the, the, the point where a, a globule of saliva comes forth uh. from her excited gullet. Um, it's all girls spit a little bit. I mean, I spit on stage a little bit. I see myself. I've in. never heard of you spitting, honey. <laughs> it's the only place. Um, <laughs> I've never. <laughs> would you, are you a spitter? Uh, 
what sometimes yeah like when i'm singing or when i'm performing like i will definitely yeah there i can see it in the spotlight spraying water out of my mouth if there's one thing i know about you is they say you're an excreter i will excrete the house boots back Mm -hmm. back boots now do you do you think it's too early to tell if they're giving britta a villain edit or not they're like she she thinks she can do better and she spits (laughs) Is she corn? It feels <laughs> it, it. It definitely feels like they're taking her down a peg, or, or from what they brought, they introduced her as. You know, it's like I don't know. Yeah, but maybe they're just showing feels, what she shows them. It feels assassinationy a little bit, honestly. And I don't. I know that when you go in there, they see what they see, and you give what they give them, and. Pretty much what happens is what you see on the show. It's it's not like they're making up reality. So, like, she really did spit when she was talking. Yeah. But to, like, slow it down and put, like, scary music behind it and make it, like, it, there are ways of, like, shading. Like, for instance, it could have been, like, a laugh moment. Like, oh, how goofy. You know, yeah, I spit when I talk. Oh, well, da-da-da-da-da. But instead it was, like... She, she spits when she talks and I'm being spit all over by so I don't know it feels a little it feels very malicious making it look like the aliens just dripping drool on on Sigourney Weaver <laughs> that's Britta yes. that's Britta over Aiden for sure um I I think that I, I feel the same way. I mean, it's a reality show, but they are going to show what happened. Uh, do you think that performance is more integral in these challenges or actual like uh, accuracy of the lines and like making sure that uh, I always say if you tell the story, you're safe. If you don't get the words exactly right, that would be my yeah. that would be my wish for the the dolls. Especially since this writing, I mean, it is a well-known fact. This, I mean, this writing is not Shakespeare. It, you know, it's not like a script of the Golden Girls where it's like a team of like amazing writers and every word counts. Mm-hmm. It's sort of Kate like it's, no, it's broad <laughs> and it's jokey, and as long as it's funny, as long as it makes them laugh, it really doesn't fucking matter. I, I don't think it matters if you stray from the script a lot. Get Like you said, tell the story, get the point across, and also make it funny. So, like, I think ad-libbing is fine in, in a setting like this. As long as it's funny, do whatever the fuck you want with it. That's what I think. I, I definitely agree with that. I think that uh, this workroom is one of those times that we get to see a little bit more of people and why they tick and why maybe they're guarded or why maybe they are who they are. Um, Jackie reveals that her mom wanted her to be a doctor or something other than a drag queen. And um, mm. it's it's one of those moments where you're like, oh, okay. So her mom's going to be at the reunion. <laughs> uh, or you hope because you, you want a happy ending to the story oh. once you hear it. But um, yeah, widow's widow's mom passed away when she was 17 and she has zero relationship with her family. Um, And I I, this this was just heartbreaking all around finding out that she argued with her mom the day she died. Um, Yeah. 
and her family doesn't even know that she's married. Like that's yeah. I can't imagine not so, having that yeah. a relationship with my family like that. Like my our we're lucky because our families like come to our shows. They like totally. They wear our wigs. Like our our we're very very lucky, and that's not the case in a lot of these girls' lives. Yeah, it's really sad, and it's um. I mean it. And like I think I think Nikki sort of said, she's like, I I sort of I sort of feel like I know Widow a little bit more knowing this about her because like that's fucking so traumatic and and crazy at 17. Um and but I Widow's like, if my mom was alive, she would be coming to my shows, she would be loving this. Uh so um I don't know, that's really fucking hard. Uh, and God bless the widow Von Du. Definitely. Um, what's that thing where they get another rule? Never mind. I don't need to talk. About did it. you did you drop a line? Um, I was workshopping it. Now I just wanted to know, like, who who dropped lines yesterday? Do you think they're going to care about dropping lines? Well, is that going to be an issue? I, I, know, I know some of you were dropping lines. Do you think that's going to be an issue? Because because I know some of you were dropping lines. <laughs> I wasn't. But did anybody hey, drop lines? <laughs> <laughs> so do you think like the judges are going to care that you dropped all the lines or <laughs> um, on the main stage now this is a gown on Ms. RuPaulina mm-hmm. oh shimmer shimmery green she looks like a chimera just go- green with a gold glint to it and then that red red hair bitch I want it I want that dress now I, I want the hair I want the earring and I want the dress in blue she and I are a similar size, so I would love to. Uh, I would love to just if if that Zaldi could just walk off the rack, I would love it. Bitch, where you ain't as tall as her. Um. Uh, well, great. I'll have a train. Uh, well, we know that I'm the girl that likes trains, so. <laughs> Shining time station over there. Huh? <laughs> oh, choo choo, ho! Thank you. <laughs> Uh, so we have Michelle Visage, we have Carson Kressley, and Normani. Normani is a perfect fit for this because she was found through a, a reality show. She wanted to be a solo artist. Wait, what reality show? X Factor. She was found through X Factor mm. as a solo artist, and then they put all these girls together and they formed Fifth Harmony, which um, I, I think DWV See, I did it first. That. And then but, um, it was Triple A and then Fifth Harmony. So, I mean, it's cute that, like, you know, she's trying to okay. put her own spin on it, but we know who did it first. Um, I didn't know that Normani was in Fifth Harmony. Yeah. I just knew Normani from. Today, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Fifth. Uh huh. Yeah, that's that's Normani. She did the Everybody Go Work, 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 that song. Um, Amazing. Mm-hmm. I love this. I love a learning experience. Um, and she is that bitch. She is a dancer. She is a singer. She And she looks lovely, girl. Sickening. No. Salute, salute. It's a deep salute on today. Definitely. Now, salute. are we going to take a return to the planet of the capes? Dun dun. Dun 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 dun. Let's get into this runaway. Um, first, we have Jada. Oh, Jada Essence Hall comes pumping out looking like a pink Jimmy Neutron. All good. Yes. Them shoulders should match them hips, but they don't. 
<laughs> no hips could possibly match these giant shoulders. It's a lovely cape. She ha- I love that shimmering fabric. She has jodhpurs on her shoulders, which it kind of works. Love a shoulder jodhpur. Yeah, it's a hard front. It's definitely a hard front. Well. <laughs> hard fronts and hardships on the runway this week. Oh, my God. She looks beautiful. I'm not mad at that hard front, though. You've never been mad at a hard front. Never mad, literally, at a hard front. Yeah. Next, Britta Filtaire. Britta looks beautiful. Uh, this is probably my favorite outfit of hers. I just wish that... Yeah, dude. I just wish that the cape was a little more significant, so we would know instantly, oh, Lil Red Riding Hood, or, like, drag a wolf head or something. It just feels like... Yeah. Here's the... Yes. And the new, the new the delusion thing. is a little noticeable. I, I think we've been... We've been uh, the critique uh, of Britta's runways has been, oh, it's a similar silhouette this week. Girl, she's switched it up. This is a sickening garment. She looks fucking amazing. The the only issue in Umbridge is, like you said, the cape doesn't seem integral and doesn't seem like the showpiece. It seems like. Um, the outfit is the showpiece. It's, it's, so that's like the only critique because she looks fucking awesome. The cape is the blowpiece because that's all it's doing is blowing in the wind, just like trailing behind it blows. her. And it's blowing. That hood barely fits over her hair. So how are you going to be Little Red Riding Hood if your hair don't fit in the hood? Girl, because her hair is big. No hood could contain her locks. Uh, okay, well, I don't know. Get Do a hood fitting. <laughs> See what's under the hood. Uh <laughs> Pull up to my Okay. Jackie Cox comes out like a gold harem hooker in a character this is shoe. Very, this is very share, um, share disco. You know, you know the one I'm talking about? Yeah, the about? one where she's got like the Valkyrie thing on her head and she's got like the wings and yeah. it's all Bob Mackie. This is very that, but in a Halloween costume bag. Oh. The headpiece okay. looks great, but like the the pant is doesn't feel the right length. The heel doesn't feel high enough. I just I feel like she could have done a, a lot more. And are Isis wings? I guess they count as a cape. I, I mean it. Yeah, I I just I. It's a cape with sticks in it. I just feel she. Yeah, she, she looks, looks fine. Great. She looks fine for sure. And I love a Laduka the shoe. I love a Laduka. I hoodie. I do not appreciate that shoe. <laughs> like she's doing movement. She's jazz running. <laughs> I can't. Let's jazz run over to the next uh, participant. Uh, Who we got? We got Miss Jan. Just Jan. Jan! (laughs) Uh, I like that she comes out like with the story. She's like jumping out of a plane. (laughs) This parachute. And Jan, I I would say, is definitely a ready to wear girl. She loves like a a backpack, a sports suit, a goggle. She's like, I just jumped She's out. Sporty. Yeah. She's the sporty spice of the season. She's the sporty girl. And she's, she's always got a backpack. She's always got like a goggle. It's always like she's like Kim Possible, just ready to like run and do an adventure. I think she fully. thinks she actually has to run on the runway every time. She's <laughs> in a rush. She's like, hurry up, give me the crown. <laughs> Bring it to the runaway. Bring it to the runaway. <laughs> I think she looks lovely, gal. Yes. Next, we have Gigi Good. Gigi Lavangi Good. <laughs> Gigi Lavangi Great. Uh, she looks sickening. Willem, have you done this look before? 
I did, but mine had so much more breast to it. I was a much more grown up, uh, curvier figure. <laughs> I mean, what can you say about Gigi? Because she looks amazing, and we love we love a, a cute reference to a fucking eighties. Yeah, I have art. Is every runway going to be an eighties movie reference? God, I hope so. I mean, I don't mind. I have no notes. Uh, the nude shoe is perfect. No like everything. Uh, I mean, she could have worn a nail, but you know, that's fine. Is she wearing gloves? She could have worn a nail. <laughs> <laughs> I under the gloves. How do you know she does it? Hey, listen here. I had on gloves. Listen here. I had on gloves last week during the outbreak, and I had a nail under the glove, and then I put a nail on over the glove. That's too much. No, 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 no. That's called forgetting you already have nails on and having to put a glove on and then putting more nails on. Okay. That's what that is. Well, drag is about self-expression. And Sherry Pie is expressing herself as Elvis. Moving on. Uh, Heidi. (laughs) Heidi. Uh... Heidi, Heidi, ho. Heidi, 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 ho. Heidi, ho should have hidden this outfit in her closet. I saw an, the outfit isn't bad. I I I don't think it is. I I don't think the cape and the the main outfit go together. But I did see this cape on Heidi's Instagram with this cute little matching like uh, dance costume bodysuit, and that's mm-hmm. what it looked like. It went with. It looked like a butterfly, very uh, Asia O'Hara, Saint Tropez, yeah. like gorgeous Saint Tropez. That colorful cape doesn't yeah. feel like it goes with that. You know, Charlie's Angel type of badass black. Um. You know. Yeah, they're they're disjointed, and like Michelle said, like Evie, the, the hair is also disjointed, <laughs> like Evie, the like like widow's shoulder bones, <laughs> it's disjointed. Um, yeah, like the hair is sort of like giving us sort of Diana Ross, Supreme, yes. The cat suit, like you said, is you know Mission Impossible, and then we have like Rainbow Pride cape, so. Yes, compared to the other divas and dolls, it seems disjointed. Now, if she had a matching piece, why don't you think she wore it, Willem? Um, I'm just curious. You must think I'm Miss Jane Polly. (laughs) You are a journalist. Listen, I just hit the like. I didn't have to read the Jane Polly Pocket. (laughs) Jane Polly Pocket. I have a question. When did that Instagram post come out? Well, I don't know if it came out before or after your big tweet of the week, but um, <laughs> you might have been so busy counting all those likes. I don't know. I counted them one by one. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's producing. When was that posted? Because that's... Like, did she not ask you first? Two days or? ago. See, that's not fair. That's stealing the shine from your big tweet. For her to be on the internet like that, <laughs> not even two stop. days after your big tweet. You stop. <laughs> no, this obviously she took the note and she said, I I'm gonna incorporate an outfit into the cape. And she looks amazing. Check out Heidi and Closet's Instagram. She looks really stepped See, up and really amazing. Girl, I think she had that outfit and she didn't wear it on the runway because who gets a cape like that made without a similar outfit to wear under it? She had that and I bet she put the black on. That's what it feels Maybe. like to me. 
but it could be maybe we can get her on the pod and she'll tell us all about it i would love to have heidi on the pod because she is my favorite in interview this year too she's just given all the little so funny and the kikis and the lines uh crystal comes pumping in a yellow and purple pantsuit. I know you love pumping crystal. Bitch, um, bitch. I love that this, this this cape is lined. I love a lined cape. This is making the cape the centerpiece. It's like, hi, this is the fucking cape. This is my favorite look of the whole the whole thing. I think she took the directive and she sewed with it. There, it is a cape. It is called Planet of. Planet of the Capes. That cape is an entire planet. That is my favorite. It's so fucking sickening. It's an A plus. I love it. Salute. Can't say enough Salute about it. For sure. Can't say enough about it. Aiden looks sickening, and they're calling the Silence of the Liza. Um, yeah, I did. Yes. I didn't notice that the cape was Buffalo Billish. I wish it was made out of like human skin a little more, because then we could have had the full yeah, like same. you know Silence of the Lambs moment. But girl, she's red dragging it back up the runway. Yeah. Um. So wait, how is it Buffalo Billish? Uh, Silence of the Lambs. The poster has the moth over the guy's mouth. Because- uh, yes, I know that. And and then Aiden said that 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 cape was on a clothing rack in the back of Buffalo Bill, like in one of the scenes oh. at Buffalo Bill's house. Deep cut. Yeah. That's not that's a deep reference. I would have wanted okay. like a skin cape with a couple of noses on there and an earlobe or a skin tag. Or like the kimono with your dick tucked between your thighs. All that. Like Violet has that tattoo on her on her body. Like she that's fucking I live. I live for Sounds of Lamson. Oh him. Um next we have the widow Von Du. And she did. Uh I love that she is pulling out her titties, coming out like a Oh wow. All that good melon. This cape has something to say. It does. Do you like watermelon with salt? I've had that. I like it with like hot sauce. Is that that's a thing, right? Or like chili chili salt or something like that? Uh, mm-hmm. That is so good. This is an example of Widow making the cape the centerpiece. I think she successfully did that. The back is different from the interior um, in a significant and playful way. I think this is a very well done. And her hair looks really sick. Her hair is really cute. That good green. That good, unusual green. Almost mossy. <sighs> All right, Allison. <laughs> Nikki, Nikki, no, doll. Nikki doll comes out. Nikki doll, honey. Like a Mugler model. Uh, Courtney act. Uh, two point ho. Quaking. For yeah. sure. Uh, the, I think this, this could have been better had she kept that cape on. I mean, I love it, but this outfit is not about a cape. It's. <sighs> no, the outfit is sickening. Like you can't. You can't touch it. I mean, it, it's very, um, it's it's fucking, it's outstanding. But the cape is an afterthought. You know what you can't touch is that cape after she threw it on the ground. Like, you just gonna leave it there, bitch? You ain't gonna, you ain't gonna page that coat? You ain't gonna have a page for that coat? Do not leave your duster. Don't do that old move of, oh, I'm gonna take off the duster and just drop it on the stage. Do not do that. We will have a page there. A page will be there to pick it up for you. Everybody, if you're home in quarantine, watch The Queen right now. It is great. And you will thank yourself. 
we're gonna go ahead and take a break. Now is not the time to show a break, Crystal. The movies are back, baby. And if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of Hollywood, check out Movies Baby with five Y's. Is Emma Stone on track for greatest actress of all time? What's the best Godzilla movie of all? What's up with John Cena? Love Lies Bleeding? We'll take more where that came from. What movie should have won Best Picture at this year's Oscars? Hint the name of two months and they ain't close together those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of movies baby every week on movies baby forever dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics brett and joe break down the hottest movie news review the latest releases shout out forgotten classics and prophesy the future of hollywood you can listen to movies baby wherever you get podcasts and you can watch movies baby live every thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with five Y's. Movies Baby! Thoughts on the uh, Gaze Anatomy skit? It was lovely think? to see all the girls with their talents and to see old favorites like Dahlia pumping through as Miss Will Broccoli. <laughs> in, the end, in the end credits, they actually credit Dahlia too. They say special appearance by Dahlia Sin. That's cute. Yeah. I come from a big city full of sin and everybody knows my name. Um... Was that her tag? It was her verse in uh, in You Don't Know Me. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that now. How, how wonderful. Stealing guys and stealing your boyfriend and snatching trophies and crowns. So what have you won? Oh, uh, well, um, I, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I smell a Peabody. I um, I enjoyed the skit. I thought, I thought it was well was written. Really funny. I yeah. thought I thought Jan was wonderful. I thought she could have won. Um, this this yeah. whole challenge is one of those testaments to like you need to make what you you need to make what you're given the best that you can and not just be bitter boots because widow ends up shining. Sometimes people that get saddled with another yeah. girl, like, you know, remember Shangela and Alexis? They were sickening as the the Fembot twins. And yeah. he- Heidi and Crystal did their best being connected at the hip again. I think they like to connect people and see how well that they fare with, like, you know, the, the close proximity and, like, making the best out of a terrible yeah. situation. And, I mean, Britta and Aiden were basically joined at the hip. They had a very intimate face spitting scene <laughs> yeah uh, sp- spitting distance from one another uh the the following girls are asked to step forward jan widow jackie sherry pie Gigi, and aiden and they're all declared safe and um wait are they the tops too they're the tops of the group so sherry oh. pie is crowned the winner i mean and she was given the best part for sure yeah definitely it was m- the most suited to her uh 
but she also wins a cash prize of $5,000, which means so far she's won more than season one's winner, I feel like. And so has the Trevor Project. So God are they bless. Get, oh, are they donating five grand every time Sherry wins to Seems the Trevor I Project? Think. Anytime they award her a cash prize, they're offsetting it with a charitable donation. Which is nice. But, uh, you know, somebody's got to be in the bottom. And the bottoms are Jada, Britta, Heidi, Crystal, and Nikki. Um, yeah. I feel bad about Heidi and Crystal being in the bottom because they did the best that they could with that tiny little part. And they were, they mm-hmm. were, you know, fine. But at this point, you need to argue for a bigger part so you get a bigger showcase, I think. Yeah. Uh, and you have to knock it out of the park with the runway because I think the the thing with Heidi was it, the runway really saddled her. I I totally agree. I think that um, the judges the judges are very clear about this that Jada missed jokes and she wasn't in the moment, but her runway look definitely helped uh, keep her out of the bottom two for sure. I think. Yeah, all that cape. All that Cape Gonge. All that Cape Gonge. Don't do all that Cape Gonge. <laughs> uh, That's not what I was trying to do. Uh, <laughs> Br- I didn't want everyone to feel like they were attacking you. Uh, Don't do all that. <laughs> Don't do all that, Gonge. That is not what I was trying to do. I didn't want it to feel like everyone was attacking you. Uh, <laughs> That sounds like (laughs) Come on, whistle tones. Same genus. Uh sorry. That's okay. I just want to talk about Britta's no cape cape. Um she's told her cape is not a big enough event, which makes total sense. And uh, yeah. she didn't give enough highs and lows and variation in her performance in the challenge. Um, okay. Yeah. I, I can't, I, I can't agree know, or disagree. I thought she did fine. In the I thought she did fine too. It's like you, if you're, I don't exactly. know that, I don't know that lows really play in a scene like this because it's always like, it's got to be bigger, faster, funnier. Like you always say. It's got to yeah. be like big energy. It's got to be, you know, she knew her lines. She knew her character. She delivered. She had a water feature. She was giving, <laughs> she was giving character and intention and intensity. And, uh, but I guess it wasn't, it wasn't what they were looking for. I think I'm going to put that in my grinder profile. Character, intensity, intention. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle- what do you think about uh michelle um loves crystal's new makeup look normani Mm -hmm. loves crystal's uh, crystal's look and she says you look like a polynesian princess and they cut to britta so quick (laughs) britta with the side eye this is the what you got Is this intent? Is this baiting Britta for a meltdown? Because I it mean, just feels—it feels like every step of this whole thing has been 
pushing her closer to the edge because they want her to snap. And so oh, she snaps. They're they're Roxy Andrewing all stars toing her for sure. Just put her in the bottom, put her in the bottom, put her in the bottom. It really feels like that. It feels yeah. it feels like Britta is being baited and pushed and antagonized. With but- baited Britta. <laughs> Baited Brita breath, which is also wet. Over. And then you get what you get in Untucked, which I I guess I don't I don't know. Would we would we would we stop watching the show if there were not emotional meltdowns? I mean they didn't say I'd probably still watch. Do you want to come on this show and be friends with us? We'll be great to you. Or do you want to come on this show? You know, there was no codicil attached. I so she's getting everything she signed up for. Uh, and and she's doing she's okay. doing well with weathering it. I think the way she told off Leslie uh, on Twitter, well, I love Leslie and agree with everything she said. But Britta just gave it back. She's like, "Listen, you loudmouth cunt!" And I was like, "Oh damn!" She Wait, called Leslie. What? She, Britta called Leslie Jones a loudmouth cunt. Oh, which no, is just like, don't do that, girl. Take your note and move on. Leslie is a giant drag supporter, and like you know, she'll be out at the shows. All those SNL girls love the drag queens. Like uh, oh Cecily God. Strong was at at Ben and Jinx's show, and mm-hmm. like we got on really well. And like these kids, they worship when they're judging, especially Leslie. So like maybe Leslie had some correct things to say. I don't know. Um, I would like to talk about Heidi and Siki though. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, but, but I think we already did that. So I'm gonna go to the next page. Yeah, we kind of touched on that. What about Nikki though? Nikki, um, that baby is. Let me talk. That's the wrong page. Baby, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Damn, I'm trying to bullshit. I'm like, so uh, wrong page. So Nikki, no, it's about the baby <laughs> acting choices, and RuPaul's like, well, at this point, there's only 13 girls left, so we really have to get down to the nitty gritty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, We're judges- really just picking at details here. But it's true. Everybody's performing at a high level. Nobody really bombed in this challenge. And nobody really bombed the runway. So, I mean, it's true. It's down to the to the nitty-gritty de- details. Yeah, I think that um, Rue asking the girls who should go home is one oh, of those yes. things that is that we should expect by now. Because it doesn't seem like yeah. a lot of the girls are fighting in the workroom. There's no big, like, brawls yet. And this yeah. is definitely a catalyst to make girls know how they feel about each other. And it's yeah. intentional for sure. It's a, it's a reality show trope that comes into play when nothing else is going on. They're like, well, let's pit the girls against each other. That sounds yeah. fun. And it of works. Course. Um, Jada, Jada says Heidi. Heidi. Britta says uh-huh. Nikki. Heidi mm-hmm. says Nikki. Uh-huh. Crystal says Nikki. And then wow. Nikki just says herself. Which I no 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 I think I think this is one of the true moments that we get a RuPaul because she's almost at a you're going off script moment where she's like oh no she's like well blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I feel like we get a real hint of of real RuPaul like what RuPaul happens was when like okay well if you had to pick someone else because you can't say yourself but that tone there was some tone in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Yeah, like the the kind of thing when you get a salad and the menu didn't say it had tomatoes, but there's tomatoes on it, and you're like, well, so well, uh... 
do you, do you guys validate for fracking or? Oh my gosh. Uh, well, the bottom two dolls are Nikki doll and Heidi doll. Hey, and we get a fierce song to lip sync to hard to break by your friend yes. Kim Petras. Kim Petras. Friend yes. of the pod. Deep friend. We love Kim Petras. It's very great to see her music placed on this platform. It's exquisite. Uh, you know what? It was also placed on the platform. Heidi's wig when it came off. <laughs> and then she quickly put it back on. I don't understand how you have duct tape on your head, which you then pin the wig into usually. How does a wig fall mm-hmm. off when you've gone to all that length to keep it on? It's not just like one bobby pin through a styrofoam halo and then a blonde wig, you know? But here's the thing. What? It's not about whether you fall down or not. It's how you get back up. And she, I believe, this is the first time in the history of a lip sync where someone's wig comes off and then they have the good sense to put it back on. It finished the song. It it popped off because it's one of those heavy sculpted lots of hair in it units and it popped off and she said well i'm gonna put it right back on and i'm gonna keep going keep it pumping queen and i think that uh i think that's the reason one of the main reasons why she won the lip sync yeah at this point i'm i i'm not invested in uh either person winning or losing the show so i don't feel it really strongly either way but um it is (laughs) okay is that bad to admit? What does that mean? You don't think either one of them is going to win the, the final prize? Is that what you're yes, saying? Yes, I okay. don't. I, I I really think Heidi's talented. Um, but it seems like the winners of the past have been gregarious and outgoing and very, like, you know, the talkative, the people that could handle, like, 30 interviews the day they win. And I don't see necessarily Nikki doll in that capacity right now. And the judges definitely don't because they sent her home. They said, you can go. Thank you so much. Um, Yeah. But yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not the point in the show where where it's like American Idol top seven yet where you're like, Ooh, which bitch? No. Right now I'm still watching. uh, You're still watching. (laughs) Right now I'm still watching for like Katy Perry's outfits and hair. Oh, okay. Basically. Always. Uh, she put on that good long gilda for her pregnancy reveal oh yeah yeah yeah. these pink boots (laughs) uh but nikki nikki had a very um classy exit and um i thought it was sweet and i thought she had a really good showing and i think she could come back for all stars and i think that we're gonna be seeing her on like campaigns and magazines and sealing the magazines (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I I think it would be dumb if they don't bring her back for All-Stars because a face like that only comes along so, so many times in history. And she she was funny and, and cute and it just, yeah. you know, some... I'm not saying that every star in the sky is not beautiful, but some stars are bigger and shine brighter. Well, why don't you keep your eyes on the stars because you'll never be one. Yeah. Oh, well, bitch, I'm a planetarium, so try me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll collect those stars. <laughs> Uh, uh, can, yeah. can we move on to the um, the fan favorite segment of uh, the sister satellite program speaking of planetariums <laughs> um, this is the part of the show that we like to call 
One line. One line. From Antarctica. I read this Brita monologue. I'm just shook that I'm in the bottom again when I, I am serving you looks every single time compared to other people. And it sucks being up there with your sisters who you have to say who's going to go home when you think that someone else in this room who is safe should be going home instead. I'm shook about it. I wonder who she could have been talking about. (laughs) I don't know, but it's crazy, bitch. I've won New York's Entertainer of the Year. I mean, I always work. It's so hard to be always at the top. I don't belong in the bottom. That's not me. I'm not that girl. Also by Britta. Um, This was a rough fucking untucked for Britta. And I think that people are like, oh, you're such a fucking monster. How dare you? But it's like, she was, she was, uh, she's been getting pushed a lot. And, um, so she reacted and, you know, I know Britta and I think she's lovely and I, I think she's really fierce. So I don't know her, but I have been consistently entertained whenever I've gone to her shows. She can handle a room and she's, she's a great entertainer. I would like to mention Jackie's, um, Jackie's honorable mention in Untucked. She said, (laughs) Girl, it may not be RuPaul's best friend race, but it has to be RuPaul's colleague and coworker race. This is not a solo competition <laughs> until you're at the very end. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair. Oh, did you see that Fair Enough wrote in? She's an actual person. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> did I send you that? She's like, you were talking about me. Please. Deep friend of the pod. Fair, fair enough. enough. <laughs> hey, wow. girl. Hey. From the legendary house of Nuff. Enough. <laughs> also, can we just give an honorable mention to Jan's work on the shade button, please? How how grateful are we that you know that fucking Sherry Pie delegated that that role to Jan? Because if Sherry Pie had been operating the button, we would have missed this whole bit. We would have never seen it, <laughs> and it was a very funny bit. But like, I thought what it was very about? odd. Uh, did you watch Untucked? It's a show. It, go- it comes on after Drag Race where they sort of like sit in a room and talk. Have you heard of uh, it? Uh, no. Oh, what okay. time is it on? What um, time is you it should on? Check it out. Uh, I, I don't know. You'll have to check your local listings. Uh, but I think it literally gets DVR'd with the episode of Drag Race. Well, I already uh, pay $3 a week. I pay $3 a week off of iTunes to watch this show. I think Forever Dog should bump up my pay $3. <laughs> Or at least uh, give me a bump of something. Three dollars <laughs> uh, in this day and age. Never dog. <laughs> Wait, are you buying the episodes individually? How else do you want me to buy them? You buy the season pass for like twenty bucks, and then they auto download every week. Twenty dollars? I'm rich now. Well, twenty bucks for the whole season versus three dollars a week. Twenty dollars. <laughs> okay. Well. There's this whole shade button thing, and I thought it was very strange that Sherry Pie was like, was like, look at this giant shade button over here. I wish someone would press the shade button. Uh, Jan, you do it. I'm going to go sit down. <laughs> it was very like, they were probably like, they, the well, they, they entered the workroom, and they're like, okay, girl, so there's a shade button. Why doesn't someone? And Sherry probably said, oh, I'll start. <laughs> Let Have your head start. Ch- let me figure out who I'll talk to. Uh, please have your headshots and penises out for submission. Uh, oh Jan, Jan, God. how about you? 
But literally, Jan murdered it with this shade button, so she gets a huge honorable mention. Um, any wild conjecture for, for next week? What do you think is going to happen next week? Oof. Next week, I think the Snatch girls... Game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Snatch Game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very excited. Who do you think people are going to... Who's Sherry going to do? Um, Sorry, I... am I not allowed to talk about her? Uh, no, we can talk about her. I feel like Sherry would do somebody well as like big and brassy, like an Ethel Merman. She would just pull that off, and like fierce. it would be. It feels like Sherry's going to be a runaway success at Snatch Game. I wonder who I. Oh, I'm I'm very I curious would, to see what everybody does. I have I no know idea. who's Aiden going to do, like somebody low energy or. <laughs> oh my god! Well, no, I'm I'm just saying someone like, with short black hair. Liza, yeah, I, yeah. I'm I'm very interested. Snatch Game is always one of the best episodes of the season, and that's really when people need to start watching if they want to get invested in the season because so much of what happens is a game changer in this episode. Yeah, I'm really excited for it, and it's, I'm excited that uh, we're able to continue to provide you with uh, this podcast. I'm glad we can. Keep on keeping on. So thank you for joining us for Race Chaser sure. this week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the the quality award-winning content of which we reference will be uh continually provided to you every week from your glorious host, Willem and Alexa. <laughs> you can rate our podcast and comment about how fantastic it is and subscribe to make sure you dum, know dum, dum, when dum. each new episode comes out. That's right. You can follow the dolls at Willem at the only Alaska 5000. And our Race Chaser podcast is at Race Chaser Pod. <laughs> you can send us memes and we want the best memes. We know you aren't doing nothing else. So send us all the memes and the no. stuff that we could talk about and be petty because we need that ammo. And don't forget to use the hashtag Race Chaser when you post all about us. Now, before we go, look, look at this soundboard. There is a shade button on there. Wouldn't it be funny if somebody pressed that? Dipper, you do it. Oh, Dipper. Thank you. Jada, bitch. Jada, bitch. (laughs) Jada, we welcome you to the soundboard. Thank you all so much. Until next time. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever Dog. Race Chaser with Alaskan Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Poem, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck. Oh.